Alright, hey guys, welcome to On the Watch List. I am Joe and I am I'm um here with Emmy and Isaac and today we saw a well not today, um but today we are reviewing um a movie that was suggested by Emmy, which um I watched last night. It's called uh To All the Boys I Fucked on Back Door. It is a forty minute film. Um you can find it on websites such as um I think it's on Brazzers, but I found it on X Hamster. It was pretty easy. And what happens, uh, it's kind of an interesting movie to actually dive into. Because, like I said before, it's only 40 minutes long. And there's not really <laughs> that much of a plot. Um, from what I understand, Backdoor is a porn parody of Backpage, which itself is a porn parody of Craigslist. So we have like a little inception there. It was kind of clever. So, first off, I found it unrealistic because the plot revolves around a woman paying five men for sex and I, I drove up to the oh, to the man. library of congress the other day and there's never been a cited incident in which a woman paid a man for sex it just hasn't happened so instantly i i was um taken out of the of the um atmosphere of the film so i i was it was left to the devices of the acting and the writing uh, the writing was all right. Um, the acting I found especially wooden, um, pun not intended. Um, it just wasn't that. What's wood, Joe? The the back door. Like like Emmy. Why? why? God, Joe, this is a family-friendly podcast. Why would you have us review this movie? I don't. I'm still trying to understand why you would make us watch. Yeah, I mean, you made us watch Vivo last time, and now you made us watch this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I wanted revenge. Well, I thought you already had your revenge. You know what? I think, guys, for the last time. I did not know Vivo Look, was I mean, going never to be gonna, that bad. We're, never we're not here to talk about this Vivo. Down, all right? This is a reoccurring joke, all right? All right, it's fine. <laughs> At our high school reunion, to be like, oh, and here comes Emmy, the bitch who made us watch Vivo. Basically, yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I... All right, yeah, let's, let's get into, into the, the real plot of this movie, since movie. I am the female here, and I suggested the rom-com uh, targeted towards the females. This follows um, Noah Centineo and his six-pack trying to pick up uh, Laura Candor, Lana Candor, my bad, and um, her being like, no, no, I don't want to, but maybe, Wait, but no. Are you, are but you talking about the movie Okay, again? yes, that's the plot. Yeah, yeah that's not the, mo- that's I not mean, the movie that's I mean, that's what watched. we're... <laughs> I watched the other one. Okay, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we're just like okay, super nah, off topic. Joe's been spending too much time on lemonparty.org, yeah, yeah. guys. We're trying to get it off. <laughs> Yeah, my my website Lemon Party. You still oh, having God. trouble I'm still with having that? Trouble with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, to... Joe. You might want to get a new oh, domain. At this but point. it's it's prime real estate. <laughs> People keep sending seven heads to my houses, and now I'm worried. But I need that. I need that domain. It's good. It's really good. <laughs> I put that on my resumes. <laughs> I would suggest you don't. Me put too. That I suggest not. Way. It's too late. Okay. It's too late. But... Nah, this movie sucked. Let's get into the meat and bones of this Fuck. thing, Joe. You you have notes. Do you have um? Yeah, real actual notes. notes. Like Talk about the actual movie. I do, I do have actual notes about the actual movie that I actually watched. 
Actually, um, my first note is Vami Malik because the one kid looked like Vami Malik. <laughs> he did. He did. I really did think that was Rami Malik's young, younger brother or something like that. I, I I never really like. I have a lot of notes that I write, but I I I I, really, I don't read them off on the podcast. So I'm gonna go off some of the my my favorite ones. Um, Rami Malik, lol, sexual assault for the one where the girl kisses the guy. Um. Kind of forces him into Yeah, seriously. Li- Turn in the table. Little girl sucks. That's feminism right there. Soy boy cuck. To all the boys I fucked on back door, I underlined that one. <laughs> Fuck. Um, and hey, Peter. Because the one guy was named Peter. And yeah. Hey, Peter. That's Are we notes. still talking this, about this the movie? This movie sucks. <laughs> what fucking movie? <laughs> to all the boys I loved before. Yeah. Van- Rambo? Oh. I fucked on back door. No. Yeah, that's a great. It's one of my favorite um, adult I th- films I didn't, I didn't, of the century. I didn't like this movie. <laughs> it's okay. I didn't love it either. Isaac I liked, liked it. it. Apparently, yeah. Come on, Isaac. <laughs> well, you tell us why you like it so much. Give, give us the tea. <laughs> All right. I, give okay. us uh, I can't the tell. Are we actually talking about the movie. Are we talking about something else? Yeah, we're talking okay. about the act. It's five <laughs> minutes in. We have to do it eventually. <laughs> okay, I we're gonna lose him, Isaac. Come on. I was still confused. Keep okay. up. I thought the movie was. Okay, I mean, I was a bit more positive, but I'm still thinking about it. And I, um, you know, I still like the movie. There are some moments I enjoyed. I guess, like, I don't know about the characters. The characters were all right. Uh, the story, I like the story. Uh, I'm not sure about the screenplay. Um, actually, I don't even, I didn't even pay attention to the screenplay that much. Um, what was I talking about? <laughs> the movie. Uh, <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, the movie. Um, yeah, I like the movie. <laughs> this is a good one. <laughs> this is this yeah, this, this, this one is, is hot. Off. Okay. Yeah, we got some hot takes right, over well, here. I, I'll, I'll dive into it. I was not a fan of this movie. This is like I like, knew it. I, there was no point in the movie that I liked it, but there were a lot of times where I was like, "All right, well, there is a." There is a path that this movie could take that makes it good or like interesting. So for the first two acts, I was kind of like, "All right, I- I'll hang in there. I'll wait and see." You know, some movies they you know they start out a bit slow. Uh, this movie, I felt like the first act was a was a little too long. Yeah. Um, but then by the time the third act came around, I just um, I mentally clocked out. <laughs> And I like I was still watching the movie. Like I like when I watch movies, I watch movies. Like I don't fuck around. So I was still like watching the movie, but um, like mentally I was elsewhere. And every so often I'd pay attention. I was like, yeah, this this just got worse. It sucks even more now. Uh, yeah, I, I like, would agree. Like the, the first act, act is definitely longer, and it's like more slower. The third act, I don't know what happened in the third act that they just, I don't know, they just. It was just like um, tying up loose ends, like trying to circle the whole thing back to the whole fucking love letters thing that we had the most interesting part of the movie, which was used for first act exposition and nothing else. Literally the best part of the movie, the namesake of the movie used literally to segue into a generic rom-com plot for some reason. (laughs) It's like driving a Ferrari to Walmart. There's no point. Like, what are you trying to prove? Like, oh, you have a good idea. Great. I mean, what if you only have a Ferrari and you, and, like, you just want to drive it to Walmart? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess you should plan on spending your money a bit better. 
<laughs> drive, the, drive the Ferrari to a yeah, nice... Yeah, it's like, why are you going to Walmart if you have exactly. a Ferrari? I've never... So this movie is based on a book, yeah. and I have never read the book, but it's very popular, and um, I've seen it quite often in the young adult fiction section of Barnes & Nobles, and then that cute little sticker that says, now a Netflix movie. And this movie came out a little while ago, and its popularity has kind of decreased since then, but I've always wanted to see this one, and yeah, I was a little, I was a little underwhelmed. I think that um, one of the points you guys brought up about the first act being, even though it was slow, I think that the um, director just wasted all of their good cinematography in the first act, and then like by the end of it, there was like no room left. Because I liked some of the shots, I liked the color palette, I liked how... Um, she has, like, the soft girl look going on. I like her room. I like her cute little bike. And I feel like there were some cool shots, um, in the first act. And that kind of helped set up the story a little bit better and frame it really well. But then by the third act, I was just kind of like, all right, just, like, fucking get with Noah Centineo already and let's wrap this shit up. You know, like, I, I wasn't really interested in um it coming back around the one part that i was interested in is when she finally called out the mean girl who was a shitty character and i hated every time she was on screen because she was just so generic and had no point to be in the plot at all but i was like oh she's finally gonna like stand up to her like for real and be like you know what you're a bitch and like you're mean and you were never a good friend and then she's just the girl's just kind of like yeah whatever bye and then we like never see her again so i just felt that the third act was very underwhelming first act was probably I the think best part i don't know should have just kicked her ass <laughs> i thought the second act was a bit engaging compared to the first and third act the third act they just i don't know actually i forgot most of this movie already the first act was a bit slow third <laughs> act i don't know what happened in the third act second act i i can remember most parts in the second act the most because um, I thought it was more engaging compared to the last and the, um, the first and the last act of this movie. Yeah, the, the second act. It, I mean, it kind of yeah. all blends together. It was just kind of boring. Yeah, it had some things going for like, again, I think the idea of the whole like love letters thing and they all get sent out, you know, it's obviously it's fucking stupid, <laughs> but it's like interesting and it's at least. It's a very yeah. typical rom-com yeah. plot. Well, even, even though like, I think like rom-coms are very often like, for me, my my uh, just to get sidetracked, I will get back on track. But my um genre is like thrillers, right? Like you can give me like a shitty junky thriller, and as long as it like follows certain conventions and it is like adequate, like I will like it. That is this that is this movie, except for people who like rom coms in that mm-hmm. way. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, but the thing is, like, I thought that, like, the whole letter thing would be, like, interesting, but it's, like I said before, it just never, it's never actually used. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, you just get from, like, point A to point B, and then the second act is just, um, the, the girl and the guy not having sex, mm-hmm. and it's like, uh, Also, didn't she say she wrote, like, I, I five really letters, care. and we only got to meet three of the people that she wrote the letters to? Where What happened to yeah. the other two? One of them got sent back. Well, one of them got sent back because she addressed it to, a like, some kind of camp or something, because I, I don't know why she would do that, but, um... So that one got sent back. But I thought it would be interesting if, in, like... Like, if we spent more time with, like, the five guys and, like, maybe she, like, actually goes around, like, dates, like, everyone and then she finds the perfect one and it's all good. But, no, they just do, they consolidate all of that into the first, into, like, ten minutes and then the rest of it we just have to spend with this 
guy who is apparently a douchebag, but we never see that, so I was never convinced he was a douchebag. Yeah, they. So, uh, I, I, I do want to. Yeah, I do want to point yeah. out that none of the characters in this movie feel like they have a personality, except like they only say, "Oh yeah, this character is innocent. This character is, um, you know, a jock." Like they never actually show us it. They they just tell us the personality, which I thought like which actually triggered me. Like they just show us it. They never. I mean, they just tell us it. They never show us it. That really triggers me when movies do this. I, I think that this movie wanted to try to avoid certain tropes because um, there's a lot of me- there's a mention to Sixteen Candles, and that was actually one of the funniest scenes in the movie where they watched the movie because I actually recently watched Sixteen Candles with my yeah. mom, and I did not like it at all. And and you know, Noah Centineo was like, "Oh, isn't the Asian character like super racist?" And I was like, "Yes, it is." And she was like, "Oh, it's like, yeah, yeah, it's extremely racist." And I, I thought that was funny how they were trying to make fun of past rom coms, but like that doesn't um, excuse this movie from being yet another kind of shitty rom com. I mean, like it wasn't shitty; it was just mediocre. Um, and I think that they were just the reason why they didn't show a lot of the personalities. Other than more like, oh, I play lacrosse. And the main character is like, oh, I'm shy and whatever. But, like, she never really feels shy. She just seems like, you know, she's awkward and like, oh, I don't know where to sit in the cafeteria. But, like, you know, as soon as she puts herself out there and, like, you know, it's not like she she's, like, the typical high school nerd that everyone bullies all the time. Like, she stands up for herself and she um, learns things about herself. But I really felt feel like... Um, the main problem with this movie is the lack of character development oh, yeah. for all characters. It's just kind of like, okay, we're going to propose one thing, and then we're going to talk about some deep stuff, and then we're going to end up exactly where we started at. Like, she starts with this fake relationship with this guy, and then they talk about their dead pa- their dead or um, divorced parents and whatnot, oh, and bond. <laughs> then they make out in the hot tub. Then they get in fight. And then they're together again, for real it's this time. Really and it's predictable. just like, I've seen so many other rom-coms that may have even had some of those problematic tropes, but, like, they're better story-wise. Because, like, you know, we all know, like, the 90s and early 2000s was, like, the peak of rom-coms. And I can think of so many other rom-coms that are just so much better than this. And I do really appreciate the movie trying to be diverse and try to take, like, a conventional story um and, or an unconventional story and put it in a conventional setting but when you really look at it it's like what was the goal here um you know for all of these characters like did did Laura Jean want a boyfriend did she not want a boyfriend did she want to have a better relationship with her sister what about her sister's bo- ex-boyfriend hmm. are they friends again like we don't the know just like, doesn't there's explain just, it the third act was supposed to la- yeah it doesn't and the third act was supposed to wrap up all those loose ends but i still have questions you know they were just kind of like we're gonna have noah centineo the hot guy make out with soft girl and all of the girls would just be like oh noah and like I mean, they made two more sequels, so there's bound to be some (laughs) character development in those movies. But yeah, and (laughs) we can't say that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I do agree. Like, but there's yeah, there's nothing of like, there's no personality. I don't think any of the characters in this movie have any personality besides like the 
bully girl. I think she had some personality, but even then, she's just mainly no. based on common tropes that I've seen in a thousand other movies or TV shows, and it's just getting boring at this point. And plus, yeah, she wasn't needed for the plot at all. So why was she there? I mean, she. <laughs> she had... I hated her every time she was on screen. I was like, why are you here? You don't. She's not even in the trailer. That's how unimportant she is. She just shows up because soft girl needs a mean girl foil for her. And I'm like, I also thought the main character in that um, bully girl would actually like, I don't know, become friends towards the end of the movie or something. Because it felt like the movie was heading towards that path. But then it was just like, yeah, we're not doing that. So (laughs) I don't know. Wasted potential there. And and going back to the whole um, like diversity thing, like it's like good, but they still couldn't avoid having the Asian character being bad at driving, which I was like, come on, guys. Come on, come on. You could have just not done that and it would have been whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. But um, I think that is the only character development. Is she a love And at the end. She learns how to drive. Beautiful so wow. Top notch. Like, I, I laughed at all the things in this movie that I wasn't that like, I never laughed at any like actual jokes. Like I laughed at the um, I, I said before that the one line where they, like she was talking about her dead parents or her dead mom <laughs> or whatever. I was like, that's a hilarious scene because the guy, the guy <laughs> she's like, oh, it's like, like your dad left you like and shit. And the guy's like, yeah, like your dead mom. And I was like, what the fuck <laughs> are you saying? <laughs> You're the most insensitive asshole. And and he's like, oh, not that they're like the same thing. But I'm like, you just compared it. You just basically brilliant. said it was the same thing. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. I love it. But <laughs> that's that's about the um the extent. Everyone in this movie my enjoyment. needs to remind her that uh, her yes. mom is dead. Yeah. Like every single character. <laughs> and um the uh what my my least favorite character though, you write the bully character sucks, but my least favorite character is the little sister <laughs> who I wanted to I wanted her to crash the car <laughs> and I wanted the passenger airbag to be off and for her to dr- fly through the fucking window with her stupid fucking I will, helmet. <laughs> I will say though, if the movie was about the little sister it would have been way more interesting to me. I, I would say that too, because the main character sucks. She has no personality. There's no, there's not much character development on her, and I don't even remember most of the things she does in the movie. Yeah, she just she sits and fantasizes and reads books. She that's needs, somebody that's needs the to tell her. That's what she does. Somebody needs to tell this girl about masturbation. I don't know why you need to write <laughs> your fuck like shit in letters to get rid of no, no, buddy. Why? You don't understand women, okay? <laughs> women read books to get off. I know. No, I know I'm not you, talking about the reading books. Y'all are Re- used to ganking book. it, but like women are different. Reading books okay? is cool, but like writing, writing, wow, that's kind of it's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> and then addressing them to people, and then they don't really even talk about her writing. No, yeah. She just writes letters. Uh, She's she's probably like she's probably like masturbating while she's writing. No, yeah, that's what she's I was like, expecting. Dear Noah Centineo, you have brown specks in your eyes. Oh. <laughs> nah, yeah, it would have been um, it would have been amazing if like she uh the little sister didn't read the letters and just sent them out. It was like the most fucking vanced shit of all time. <laughs> I mean, she was just there just to send those letters. There was there was no other reason why she was in the movie just to send those letters. That's her. That's her yeah. character. And that's the only reason why she's in the movie. And- and to suck. And to be annoying. Oh, yeah. Suck. Like <laughs> it would be awful. 
I don't. What about? I, I'm so negative. <laughs> I don't care. This movie sucks. <laughs> what about the older sister Margot? What did you think about her character? She doesn't. She doesn't even. She was matter. barely in the movie. She went to fucking Scotland, and then she came home. She was like. You like my boy ex boyfriend? Grow the fuck you. up! And I was like, hey, when did this come into? When did this come into a soap opera? Like, like I'm sorry. I watched this in a nail salon <laughs> That's when I was getting my nails done, and there was ironically a soap opera playing on the nail salon TV, <laughs> and I was like, wow, I think I'm like watching the same thing. You dumped the fucking guy. Grow up. <laughs> like fucking <laughs> own your fucking decisions. No, not none of these characters are realistic but instead of most movies that make characters realistic to make them more likable th- these this movie makes them less realistic to make them as unlikable as possible as they constantly make decisions and do things that no human being would actually do not in service to the plot but well, i guess in service to the plot to create conflict because apparently <laughs> there's no na- there's no natural way to create conflict in movies you always have to reach into the grab bag of like fucking wonderland scenarios but you always I, have to make it based on luck in this place it's like it's not like case. real life provides enough conflict yeah. in normal situations you you need to make up some wacky <laughs> shit to get everything moving along let, let's talk about because movie yeah but because also, movie has to happen this movie along I'm, I'm not gonna say just this movie it's a bunch of fucking movies but like the highest like the high school in this movie is completely fucking rotten like every like <laughs> i went to high school like if they if somebody were to post a picture of somebody making out presumably having sex apparently nobody in this movie has ever seen sex before but, <laughs> but everybody apparently thinks they're having sex for some fucking reason but that's not the oh point. yeah it's, they it's think such a they're new having thing sex. we haven't learned nobody like people like there would be like five people who would be like oh look at that that's funny but like the like the whole fucking school wouldn't be in on it and wouldn't be bullying this fucking girl. Like literally <laughs> mean girls came out in what? Like the 2000s and Heather's came out 2004. And Heather's came out in the 80s or whatever. And like those movies literally made fun of the tropes that rom-coms are still fucking using today for some reason. Like there, there's no Well, excuse. that's why those movies are yeah. good and this one is just mediocre and it's a fucking Netflix <laughs> yeah, film. Yeah, it's a Netflix movie. Right? I mean, I should have expected Netflix can't have good films, but I mean, I this do one's think very typical. Netflix makes st- like makes like mediocre films at best. They don't they don't know specifically how to make a really good movie. I don't remember any good movies that I've seen from them, probably because I haven't seen many movies from them, but I don't think Netflix does a great job of making like really great masterpiece movies well here's the thing with netflix they they have made and produced and distributed good movies they made marriage story they made roma they made they made good like the irishman that was good they made good shit but the Mm -hmm. problem is that one they don't get like netflix doesn't know how to promote movies and they don't really have to they just have to promote their service so like you don't hear about the good movies and two companies who have movies that they think are gonna suck and they think are gonna do well in the box office sell their shit to netflix so netflix Mm. has an influx of shitty movies that like wouldn't do well in theaters so i think that's how we got like fucking vivo and that's probably how we got this (laughs) this got really good yeah taking it back this got really good reviews though that's like a 90 something amount in tomatoes i had to check yeah, a lot of people really like it. A lot of it. people mm-hmm. are And I really stupid. do think it's because of um, 
I think it's because of the cast. People really like the cast. Oh, okay. I mean, I mean, I don't. People like Noah Centineo, and this he can act, by the way. He like, or at least he used to be able to. I watched The Fosters, which is a show um, on uh, ABC Family now, Freeform, and he was re- he was um, actually replaced with um, another actor. Like another, or he rather he replaced another actor, and he could act. He had very emotional scenes in that show. But ever since he got in all these Netflix movies, he's just like a meat stick that's pumped out to the media because he's got a six pack and it's like sex sells. <laughs> but you know, like there, I I do actually appreciate that they that the boys in this movie were decent people. I mean, that's something with rom coms that you don't see a lot. You know, and in, in, like, Sixteen Candles again, which they mentioned, like, none of the guys in that movie are decent people. So I, I'm glad at least that the writers paid attention to, like, even though the dialogue wasn't super realistic in all scenes, at least they were they were trying to be, like, he's like, hey, like, you know, do you want me to drive you home? Do you want me to, like, I'm gonna write you notes and shit, like, you know, at least they're trying to portray that, like, okay, some guys are actually decent human beings. And, um... Besides the hot tub scene, I didn't find that this movie was over-sexualized at all. And I think a lot of rom-coms, um, especially the rom-coms that I like, like the Judd Apatow films, is all about sex. Because, like, haha, funny sex, but also because sex sells. And normally I'm like, haha, funny, but I liked that this movie didn't do that. Um, and that they... But let me tell you something. Everybody fucking hypes up that hot tub scene. Really? I've seen videos dedicated to that hot tub scene and i'm like for what (laughs) was that supposed to like get my get my panties in a bunch because like i was like all right you know it's just no centineo and lot and a lot of cans are making out for like what a minute maybe yeah and it's like and then and like joe said and then everyone thinks that they're like having sex and like and and literally they're like you shouldn't have sex in public places (laughs) And, and i was like from what angle does that look like like she has a nightgown on and he has a swimsuit on like you can see it in the reflection of the picture that their clothes are on so i guess no one in this high school again a high school i guess no one knows how sex works like joe said even if even if they didn't think that the clothes were like off it, it wasn't just a picture it was like a video and you you would be able to see that like you know the, the movement wasn't happening. So I, I'm assuming anybody in this <laughs> high school thinks that sex is sticking a penis in someone's vagina and then kissing them. And that's the extent of what sex is to these people. <laughs> Which, again, everything around this movie that it's not supposed to be is funnier than what's in this actual movie. So I guess it, it's like a build-your-own-movie. Like, you get to watch it and you're like, oh, well, that sucked. But now mm-hmm. I can think of a much funnier thing now. <laughs> but um speaking of the um the guys yeah the guy characters they're, they're like cool but like the the one guy um peter uh peter the next door guy that got, <laughs> got fucking um like peter. his character peter hey, peter but no like he um his character to me just kind of went like all over the place like in the beginning he's like a cool guy and then like after that he becomes like a soy boy cock like he's like, he goes from, like, oh, hey, hey, Laura Jane, hey, guys. And then, uh, like, the scene, like, the scenes after he gets, um, you know, dumped, he's like, hey, hey, guys. Uh, and, like, he turns into, like, a totally different part. Like, I understand becoming distraught after, like, your girlfriend dumps you for a stupid, for, like, a stupid reason. Like, I understand that, but it just, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, my favorite Noah Centineo movie 
Um, and I feel like this would show up in the in the honest trailer if they made one. Is how many times he said "whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa," whoa. like when she walked away. <laughs> that was his thing. He was like "whoa, whoa, whoa." Oh. Wait a minute. He said that like eight times <laughs> to the point where I was like, "Do you have any real words to say?" <laughs> like, or is your mouth just I guess that's not how connected the script was to written. your brain right now? I guess now? that's how the script was written. <laughs> yeah, they were like "whoa, whoa, guys." I think we need to show Noah Centineo shirtless more. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> she sh- Noah Centineo should have also punched the um the bully lady. He just let he lets that happen. That oh, yeah. so I funny. wanted he just that to happen. The shit out of her. He just let he just let that happen. No, Joe, ready? Even better, he should have beat the shit out of the sister. <laughs> <laughs> should, that would have been funny if like I, he'd be like, "You want to wear a I fucking mean, helmet? Watch this!" And he just throws her like a football. We gotta make that movie where like the first two acts are like just this movie, you know, just kind of generic, and then the third act like. One of the characters goes postal and starts killing everyone, <laughs> just brutally murdering them. <laughs> that sounds great. We're gonna do that, but nah, he sucked. I I th- I'm starting to think like the acting was like uh it was okay. okay. Um, it was all right. <laughs> like I don't think it was the director's fault. I think it was just the Peter actor was just inconsistent. <laughs> I didn't. Oh Peter, he can act. Whatever. I'm telling you, he can act, and I don't like it when people are like, Noah Centineo can't act, he's just hot. I'm like, no, he's then hot I, and he can act. Then I guess it's you just the have to watch him fault. in the right stuff. I, I guess it's the director's fault in this case. If the director can't properly direct this movie, like, if there are some faults with the movie, such as the acting or the writing, then it's all the director's fault, because the director is responsible for taking charge of this movie. So if that's the case, then it has to be the director's fault if the acting is just okay. Like, I don't think, like, this movie tries to be its best. It's just okay. They never do anything, like, special. All of it, like, the director is just... The director doesn't want to make this into a masterpiece or anything like that. She was just like, eh, I'll just... I'm just going to make this movie and then I'll get my paycheck. It settles for mediocrity. Yeah. And I think you can tell that by the halfway point. I think that they tried in the beginning. They had some cool cinematography shots. They, you know, had a good setup going. And then they were just like, yeah, this isn't going to be good. So we're just going to play. We're just going to like play the field, level head it, make it okay. And I hate it when directors do that because you should be trying your best all the time. Even if you're presented with a shitty script, it's your job to take that shitty script and make it into the best thing you possibly can can make it. I guess I'm you not have to saying, tell that like, to Michael Bay or Zack Snyder if you want. <laughs> there's no reasoning with those men. They are set in their ways. But do you notice that the credits for this movie were six and a half minutes long? As if more than I ten people made I didn't, it. I, I just I didn't. skipped the credits. <laughs> I just tapped After in After the it. first credit rolled when they were in the field, I was like, oh, we're done. Yeah. Thank <laughs> God. I just, I just tapped the screen and to see how long it was. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> how could that many people How could that many people make this? But, yeah. Like, how could I, so many people be involved in making a project that's not even just bad, but just, like, boring? In, in a way. Well, Isaac, I thought you really liked it. I liked yeah, it. There were some parts. <laughs> well, okay, there are some parts I liked, but there are other parts that just kept dragging on, like the first act, for example, and the third act. Like the second act was the most engaging. Um, what I feel, what I felt like, was the most engaging in this movie. Um, of course, I am changing my opinion the more I think about this movie. So, like the thing is, like yeah, like I mentioned, the second act is the only thing that is that is honestly remotely engaging. Everything else just sucks. It's just like. They are they're either dragging it on, they're filling it with um with um with overused tropes, 
that you see in many rom-cons. The plot is so predictable. It never does anything special or unique. It's just it like what you said, Emmy. It just settles on mediocrity. Yeah, I th- I think this is the type of movie where the more you think about, the worse you get. The worse <laughs> it gets. Like you're not supposed to think about to all the boys I loved before critically. I know this might be a tough pill to swallow for some, but yeah, no. It's not. It's not deep. It has no like the 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 extent of the depth is what Emmy said before about the whole sixteen candle scenes and talking about yeah you know, the racism and shit. Um, but yeah, the. I mean, at least this movie didn't have racism like God's Not Dead did. Oh well, yeah, that's actually, a, that's it had true. a little racism. It had this. It had the car part, like the whole thing where she can't. The Asian can't drive. It <laughs> was a bit racist, but it was it was funny. Yeah, so I mean, that was, okay. that was just more of a stereotype, and again, it's just like I, they try to equate that to her overcoming driving as her overcoming her fear of yeah, love, and I was just like, stupid. those things don't go together <laughs> at all. How did she get a license in the first place? What the? What do you mean you're not Wait, comfortable using? Yeah, your that, that's also confusing. What the fuck do you mean, dude? That line made me have a panic attack. I was like. You can't use <laughs> your mirror. Just say you fucking suck at driving. Um, question. And, like, literally, she means her rearview yeah, mirror, too. <laughs> so, like, look behind how you. do you back out of places? How do you know when to stop? Like, do you just see a red light and you're like, oh, I guess I have to stop now? And you just slam your brakes while someone fucking <laughs> rear ends you because you weren't paying attention to the person behind you. Yeah, this movie also sets I up guess. the fact that she's a bad driver, right? But at the end, when she tries to visit this, I forgot the character's Peter's Peter. She just she Peter. just drives. She just drives good. She just drives okay. Because she's in she's love, in Isaac. Love. That's how love she works. Love it makes you a good driver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that, that's 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 oh, how it works. Oh, now I want to kill myself, Joe. Why did you? Say- what? Why did I say why? <laughs> what? What? Oh, she let love take <laughs> Wait, yeah, a, you were the again. one that brought it up though first. <laughs> I just The last two movies we watched, last movie, letting Jesus take the wheel. This movie, letting love take the wheel. <laughs> Maybe we should watch Cars next. Wait, Wait we should watch Cars too. Please, I actually like Cars. Let's, watch, no, Let's no, guys, we, we should talk cars about too. a movie that we no, like. We should watch Cars too. Cars oh, too no, is no, a brilliant no. masterpiece, you know? No! I've really never like... seen Cars 3. Oh, you haven't seen Cars 2? Or wait. No, I've never seen Cars 3. Oh, okay. Well, Cars 3 was alright. <laughs> I liked I it. I've seen Cars 2. Dude, how's that movie rated G? There's so much car death. <laughs> A lot of cars Yeah, death. seriously. People know. get blown up and shit. That's that's death right there. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Disney paid them off, but <laughs> Cars 2 is this. such an interesting movie. I just want yeah. to point that out. <laughs> and I think that's a big problem with this movie too. It's like like, this movie's better than God's Not Dead, but God's Not Dead is more interesting, you know? And There's more to talk well, about yeah, with it. This one, I'm just kind of like, yeah, the characters were boring, the plot was boring, and uh, the acting was okay. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's really yeah. all you have to say about the movie. There's nothing special or unique about it. Like, other than the fact that it does have some good cinematography um, in the beginning of the first, in the, like, in the beginning of the movie, but then it just, like, just drops it all in favor of like lazy like they're, they're just lazy but like know, eh, whatever yeah there wasn't like any stand i don't know why this has a fucking 90 something <laughs> wait what's the audience TV. score for this let me check it's also pretty high it's like also nine it's like 
Noah Centineo, man. <laughs> Those abs, you can't you can't say uh, no. Oh my Just gosh, saw. is this like Twilight all over again? No, Twilight got awful. Like everybody knew Twilight sucked. They just yeah, but there like, are there are also some people who unironically like it. Well, yeah, they, well, like, they still know Oh, I know sucks. tons of people who like Twilight, and I've tried to convince them, like, hey, you like what you like, but it <laughs> sucks. And they're like, no, I will defend Twilight until so I go to my grave. this movie has, like, an 85% like, okay. audience score, and there's only 70 people who reviewed, like, 70 critics who reviewed this movie, which yeah, I guess it's explains. a Netflix movie. Well, it's a fucking, oh, yeah. Netflix doesn't care. And it came out a while, it was a big thing when it came out, yeah. though. Like, Watch Mojo was covering this every fucking day. Boy. They were like, top ten Noah Centineo moments from all the boys I've loved before. Like, that... <laughs> it was pretty popular. But there was a bunch of... Like I said, this movie kind of came out in the mix of all these mediocre um, Netflix movies that, ironically, all most of them star Noah Centineo. And it just kind of solidified that, okay, Netflix rom-coms are just always going to have this, be stuck in this mediocre pile until they deliver us something actually good. Yeah. Um, which I have seen some good Netflix movies, but I have yet to see a good Netflix rom-com. And the thing is, I don't so, watch mo- most Netflix movies. I prefer movies that are released in theaters or like, or something like that. I don't watch most Netflix movies because they, I, I usually... Um, I usually believe that they're like in lower quality compared to movies. Direct to DVD. Yeah, they're like directed DVD. I didn't think that this movie looked cheap though. That's one positive thing I'll say about it. Like, I don't think it looked. I mean, what was the budget of this movie? It's not even mentioned in the Wikipedia page. Yeah, (laughs) probably a couple million. Probably like. I I mean, I guess like a couple million. Let me check. Why? Because like most of the actors, like even Noah Santanay, like you know he's not fuck. He's fucking B list. He's expensive. He's fucking. He's B list. He's not gonna suck. He's in a lot well, of he's, stuff he, though. He's very well, popular yeah, but, with the female demographic these days. I know, yeah. but he's like the the female like you know twelve to twenty four demo is like you know so he's not like it, Hugh Jackman or something. It doesn't say like the key, uh, it doesn't say the specific budget on the first movie, only the second movie. The second movie costs like eighteen million. So I guess we can interpret that as like this movie cost beneath like below twenty million dollars. That's the only yeah, thing I'll say. That's what I that's what I, I never I understood with movies, guys. Like that's one thing and maybe I'll learn about it when I in my film classes, but if you are given I'm sorry, that's Eighteen million dollars. <laughs> that can buy a mansion. Yeah. I bet if you bought a mansion with that money and a nice camera, you could probably make a better movie than like most movies out there these days. And that's not even including like special effects. And um, there's this one movie um, that me and Richie watched called "It Comes at Night," mm-hmm. and it's a low budget horror movie, and it's not amazing. But the cinematography is astounding. And that yeah. movie takes place in, like, a shack. In, like, the woods. The two locations in that movie are the woods and a house. And that's what I'm saying. When you're... This movie took place, you have Lara Jean's house. You have Peter's house. You have the school. You have the ski lodge. Like, there's multiple locations. And you couldn't do anything special with that. I mean, look. There you are know, some like, movies couldn't... that are so... Like, 
We just talked about uh, Disney remakes like Cruella or Aladdin. They're like they cost over a hundred million dollars, and they don't look like they put they put any work into it. Okay, but at least those movies have vibrancy and color, uh, I, and I will... <laughs> try to make use of their sets. Uh, no, I have to disagree. Notice they don't have CGI, any vibrancy. Okay, they don't have any like good vibrancy or like color. I don't want. I don't well, know. Cruella was but... too colorful. Cruella looked out <laughs> of its time. Like it was supposed to be in the eighties, but it looked like a fucking digital movie that was shot. Aladdin looked as though Aladdin cool. looked as though it took place like in concentration camp because it like it looks so <laughs> okay. dull and boring. No, I'm being that, honest. What like, a, what a wonderful comparison to make. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. Like it's just oh so dull and boring. Like there's like that was rough. That's for me. Yeah, like, that, I would have expected one, that out of Joe, one, but not you. That's one for the vault. That's one for the vault. Yeah, no, that's, took the, that one that's the thing, though. Aladdin 2019 looked nothing special. It was so dull. It looks. It looked it like wasn't it was, as dull it as this movie, though. Like something. it wasn't as dull as to all the boys I've loved before, because at least it made use of its setting, you know. And yet they had expectations well, yeah. to live up to, and they didn't meet them at all. But you know, at least it was, in my opinion, it's colorful and makes use of the setting. The costumes are really good. In this movie, it was just kind of like. It, even the characters hate the costumes. The mean girl was like, your boots are so <laughs> stupid. I was just like, what is that aside? Fuck you to the costume designer. <laughs> I love it. I love seeing costume designers dress teenagers in movies nowadays. Because sometimes they do a decent job, but sometimes I'm like, no teenager would ever wear that. Like, teenagers don't wear hats. I hate it when costume designers <laughs> give teenagers hats no one fucking wears hats if you ever even if hats like were allowed in schools in some schools they are have you ever seen anybody wear a hat the last time i saw a girl my age wear a hat was my friend who went to a jason aldean concert and she wore a cowboy hat that was the last time i saw a girl my age wear a hat <laughs> never again people don't understand how teenagers dress Beast. i'm like teenagers dress like they don't even wear, and like they have these these nice outfits, like Laura Jean. She wears like these sweaters and these necklaces, and her friend wears hats and shawls. I'm like, do you guys know what teen? They roll up in Penn State hoodies and sweatpants that are two sizes too big for them, like and flip flops and Nike slides. That's how teenagers dress. Like you got they. I I get it. You're trying to make the movie look nice and everything, but if you're going for real like realness. It's you've completely missed your mark. I mean, my question was going to be like, do you think this movie accurately portrays teenagers like personality wise, character wise? (laughs) No, again, it has the whole thing where all like every teenager who exists has no distinction of right and wrong and will act maliciously even when they don't have anything to gain. In real life, teenagers will act maliciously when they have something to gain. Except Uh, Peter. He acted acted nice. He was like... Peter. He's a a soy boy cuck. He's he's just kind of like, hi, I'm Peter. I play lacrosse and I don't drink and drive and I'm soft boy. Like... But yeah. like um <laughs> I was gonna say something too, fuck. Um I'm sorry if I interrupted that. No, it's not you. It, it was um, me, I'm sorry, how Joe. It, it... <laughs> how could you, Emmy? But oh yeah, I guess like te- well technically this like um this movie, like from a technical standpoint, is better than um God's Not Dead. So yeah. Yeah. I did notice that it was <laughs> it, it was it, light it was years better from... than God's Not Dead. It wasn't like hundred yeah, percent better. 
Yeah, it was it was a better movie than that. So that's my um, that was my compare my point of comparison. In which case, this movie <laughs> did very well. Um, but yeah, this person, the person who directed this movie, I don't think she's directed anything since. And uh, did let she me direct check the honestly. Her, my her name is Susan. She produced okay. them. All right. So the last movie she directed was this movie that we're reviewing. Yeah. See. I'm guessing, <laughs> I'm guessing she just made so so much money she from it. She was like, it. "All right, I'm she out." She never actually. She was had, like, "Planked it. Goodbye, yeah, everyone. I'll remember you in therapy." And then she just zipped out of here. <laughs> she she never She's had any actual since. passion for filmmaking. Well, I, um, on Letterbox it said that she produced um two and three, so which basically probably means that she just threw money at it. And just got her fucking check in the mail. Um, <laughs> probably. I mean, sometimes producers are very involved, but she doesn't. The, the director of this movie doesn't seem like that type of person. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's just. Yeah, like, what's even the fucking point in watching this movie? Like, <laughs> at this point, you might as well watch a movie you've already seen a million times. It'll probably surprise you more than this one does. I actually wholeheartedly uh, yeah. agree it with should've... that. I'd much rather watch Superbad again. <laughs> Then ever watch this again. <laughs> and I was really disappointed. I, should, I really thought her. that this one would be like good, not just okay, but like at least good because of the reviews and because of like, you know, I saw the trailers and I hate trailers that make the movie look so much better than it actually is. And I know that's the trailer's job for yeah. advertising purposes, but like, come on. If if I well, most if I signed up for something, give it to me. <laughs> I just hate trailers in general. Okay, so I'm trying to look at her IMDb. She did executive produce the sequels, so and that was pretty much it. She didn't do anything. Well, else. yeah, like Joe she said, she probably anything. threw money at them. Didn't... Was like, bye. <laughs> oh wait, she's directing another movie currently. I think it's in pre-production called Bounce. Bounce. Oh boy. <laughs> what could that? What could that be about? It's about a ball. All right. So the uh, so the uh, the synopsis says a teenager makes a wish on Christmas Eve that she could trade her family for a new one. Shut Based. up. <laughs> That's our point of reference from now on, guys. It's just comparing what the director's doing. I mean, compared to that, this is probably her biggest success. That will not be a success. That'll be on Hallmark for three years, and then everyone will forget about it. No, we should review it sometime in the podcast. I'm excited for Pal. Now the hip, hip, new parents are gonna be like, I, I want to make a kids <laughs> movie that's just like, like I want to trade my parents away, and it's like okay, and then she gets put in an abusive household. Just so yeah, like fuck you, kids. <laughs> this is what you fucking get when you ask for things. You get disappointed. It's gonna be like Coraline, but like much. Worse. That is kind of the plot of Coraline, <laughs> yeah, actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, except. Except real, like no, this is gonna be no fantasy thing. There's gonna be no hole in the wall. No, that and then the end. You know what happens at the end? Nothing. She's stuck. That's her life she now. Gets, she Goodbye. gets put in foster care. End credit. No, not even. She doesn't even get the satisfaction. She tries to be. Put My in God, fun. Joe. This movie turns you evil. It would have been great though. Joe's like, it I want to see children suffer. It would be funny though. It would be funny. I guess because of the director, the director just tortured Joe to bounce. the point where he bounce. goes into goes into insanity. I hope that bounce. for bounces. I, hope, I can only hope when I see when I see bounce first day one. It'll be day one. Pre-order my tickets right now. Can't wait. Oh, it's based on a novel too, oh, by Megan Shull. <laughs> So you guys want to read the novel of it? Of it? Yes. We I'd gotta rather do an not waste my, my sweet eyes on such <laughs> horrid material. 
Oh, and the person's gonna be uh, the person playing it is Jojo Siwa. That's a weird. No, name. you're shitting me. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> this is it. She's gonna get fucked up. <laughs> All right. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, oh my Jojo god Siwa. your career is over let's see oh my god no this is gonna be the start no she's gonna go serious she's gonna go serious and this her is first be, serious this is, role no this is a new career oh, I'm excited. do you guys want to get back to talking about to all the boys i've loved before i mean what is there to talk about uh, not really i just want to make fun of we've this we've lost um... joe at this point he's just like i want to talk about bounce i like <laughs> I like fantasizing about all the things that bounce won't be. <laughs> I mean, JoJo C was in it, so like anything yeah. can happen. Uh, the, okay, can the happen. person who's gonna write oh. the script is the same person who wrote all the Descendants movies. Well, executive produced. No! <laughs> this uh, keeps getting worse. Wait, what did she? Oh yeah, she wrote Descendants three, Descendants two, Descendants. She also wrote Desperate Housewives. Oh my god! Three. Oh. <laughs> Des- she wrote Desperate I didn't know Housewives. you could write a show like that. Show. Great, so it's going to be the Desperate Housewives oh raising a child and pimping them out. It's going to be Jojo Siwa's life. Basically, it's a biopic yeah. about Jojo Siwa, about her parents All right, what else? pimping her uh, out. She co-produced The Favor, <laughs> and she also co-produced CBS Summer, t- Summer Playhouse. Oh, <laughs> oh no. The favor? <laughs> what the fuck's the favor? I feel like uh, I've heard it. It seems like a pretty serious flick. I don't know. Uh, it's rated R. It's um. So the plot Ooh. synopsis is with uh with fifteen year old reunion coming up. Kathy has sexual fantasies of her high school sweetheart. She's married, so she sends her BFF to check him out and report back. Things get complicated. <laughs> That's the actual synopsis. That's the actual synopsis. Okay, so it's I- oh, Isaac can't even talk. Isaac is but, lost. Nah, Finally, gonna get to all the boys I fucked on yeah. back door. Joe is actually on point with that intro. That's just gonna be the director's future at this point. Uh, the movie's from 1994 and has a 27%. So we're getting. So I oh, feel Brad like Brad Pitt's in it. Um. So we're actually going to get exactly what I predicted for this bounce movie. Is what you're saying. We're getting exactly what I wanted. So now I am very excited for this movie. And if it's anything Oh, less, wait, Will I Smith will, is producing I this will... movie, too. It, it, you know what? It, it <laughs> okay. keeps getting better and better. Another, another, man who, another man who whores out his children yeah, to the Hollywood you know. system. So, once again, another point in my favor. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> so, we just have a bunch of whores and whoreies. Oh, so, Let's making see. a movie. Uh, Caleb Pinkett oh, is, is also good. producing, and James Lasseter is also producing the movie. <laughs> James. John Lasseter's brother. Is that really his brother? I mean, no, no he's spelled, like the name is no, different compared to Lasseter. It's L A S S I T E R. Imagine if John Lasseter. Co- Why did you tell John me Lasseter that? Produced this movie. Man. Uh, John Lasseter had to produce it under an alias because he got outed by Hollywood. Well, so no, he he's also James he's also part Lasseter. of Paramount. He's part of Paramount's animation studio. Uh, <laughs> they finally. Oh, so hey, you guys want to do ratings? To take Let's just wrap this <laughs> nah, up. Nah, I just want to talk about Susan Johnson and her career. No. I don't know. It's funny. It's actually funny. <laughs> oh, all right, boy. I'll start. To all the boys I've, all right, to all the boys I've fucked on backdoor, 
Um, I'm going to give it a, a, a 6 out of 10 because it was mediocre, but it wasn't terrible. And that's it. Um, I'm going to give it a 3.5. Jeez, that is sucked. really low. Um, I'm excited for the John Lasseter produced sequel to All the Girls I Hugged Before. <laughs> Um, which is a biopic <laughs> about John Lasseter. Isaac gets it. We Isaac all get it, it Joe. Right. I got it, I got it. We all get good. it. Good. Everyone knows, Everyone knows good. the deets on John Lasseter. Okay. <laughs> all right, guys. That's all I had to say about this movie. Um, so yeah, all right, Isaac. so good. I'm going to give it um, a 6 out of 10, like Emmy. Um, I was going to give it an 8, but now rethinking about it. I, yeah, Isaac just, texted know, that he loved movie. it. And I was like, oh, good. I'm glad. Maybe yeah. I'll like it. And then I watched it and I was like, why did Isaac love this? I, Isaac was talking about He's like, it's better than my favorite movie, The Lion King 2019. <laughs> no. You heard it here first. Isaac's favorite movie of all time is The Lion King 2019, guys. Tell your friends and family. <laughs> You know, we friends. should talk about that sometime in the podcast. I know you, I've I never seen make it. I've never one seen one the live action Lion King. Isaac will make I've a fucking Oh, good. That, that of, just makes it. That one makes of us it is going to go too better. far one day. One of us yeah, is going to go too far, and Isaac's going to uh, get By the end of this poll podcast, guys, Joe's going to be recommending us movies on the dark web. Isaac's gonna be Isaac's gonna be recommending <laughs> yeah, just no, Disney I, movies that are like from the 30s that are like animation and black and white, and I'm just gonna be recommending like even worse Netflix films than this or like documentaries about musicians that I like that you can only get on on CDs found in certain <laughs> stores. Yeah, that's what it's gonna be. Yeah, no. Uh, well, I do have a lot of I do have like an emergency stash of movies that are just completely horrific. One of them. It's not, it's not really even legal that I will suggest if anybody pisses me off. So you <laughs> Joe, how, how close are you to being completely pissed off? I think I'm going to be the one that angers Joe if I make a if I choose a movie that's just going to just piss him off. Nah, okay. So um yeah. I think we're going to end it here, guys. Um plug, we're going to plug, plug our right. shit. I'll go first. Um, check out my YouTube channel. I talk about Disney movies and Disney shows. Also check out my website, um, where I write stuff and yeah, that'll be in the description. Isaac, you're up. All right. Check out Isaac Mothew, I-S-A-A-C, two double, two A's, not and one S. Uh, I talk about a lot of movies that I think are worth talking about, like Disney remakes and such. And um, yeah, that's uh, that's my channel. It'll be in the description below. All of our links will be in the description below. I don't want these people to be able to find <laughs> I mean, me. the links are already in the other episodes. So, uh... Go on. <laughs> yeah, the links are already in the description. Yeah. yeah. Go, go watch. Go watch thirty seven. The movie. It'll just be in the description. Go go on my letterbox where I. Uh, I, I give movies. Wait, how long are you gonna? Uh, how long are you gonna promote Thirty Seven the movie? Until it's over. <laughs> I don't know. I think you, <laughs> until it's over. Until, yeah. until we get to until our thirty seventh episode, yeah, it's gonna be. A you know that? One. You know, Joe. I yeah. do. I did like Thirty Seven more than to all the boys I've loved before. So you know what? You've accomplished something. Thank you. You've accomplished something. I appreciate that. You can also go on Letterbox and mm. rate Thirty Seven the movie. All right, she's so desired. <laughs> yeah. It's on there, so you give it, give it, give it some stars, or don't. But oh, <laughs> yeah. it's a good way to end All right. right there. This is over. We're done. Yeah, <laughs> the series is over. We the are done. Is <laughs> this is over. Is on the watch list. This is the last time. Thank you for yeah. hanging on. 
for five episodes. We appreciate it. Was a good We're still one. doing more. Uh, that, that's so. what you think. Isaac, it may just oh, be you and no. me at this <laughs> point. We <we're> No. <laughs> We've <laughs> lost Joe. It's not no, it's not. The, we, the we, watch list going. is never going to be uh, over. It's going to keep audience. on going till It's going to be oh, like The Simpsons. We have finished like the, the watch list. It'll never end. There are no more movies on our watch list. <laughs> what do you mean? I Joe, have you sound like you're going to go blow your brains out list. after this. <laughs> <laughs> to all the bo- Let the we record state that, that to all the boys I've loved before made Joe want to kill himself. <laughs> we haven't even yeah, ended the episode. Yeah. But yeah, guys, we are going to make more. Don't worry what Joe's saying. We are making more in the future. So yeah, <laughs> see you guys later. Oh. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>